So, hello guys to the first episode of our podcast, um, which we don't uh, haven't found the name yet. So, yeah, uh, that only helps it being more mysterious. Yeah, we like mystery. We're mysterious guys with a lot of things to talk about. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my name is Patrick, and with me here is Matt. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. Maybe we should tell a little bit more about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this in Austria. You are actually Austrian. Yeah, I'm totally Austrian. I am not. I am from the Netherlands and I came here for my uh, study some time ago. Then decided to settle down. Um, and yeah, to make sure life doesn't get too boring here. It's of course, <laughs> always nice to talk about really interesting stuff. And I think this podcast will be perfect for that. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Especially the international part. Because you're also uh, staying currently at a... Um, student dorm with so many international students from around the world. So. Yeah, definitely. I live here in a dorm with people from over 40 nationalities. My past two roommates used to be from Pakistan and uh, from Costa Rica. I also had people from Brazil, I had people from Slovenia, from Italy. Like you're getting bombarded with, uh, well, different cultures here. So that's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. And my uh, roommates are my parents. Yeah, and my cat. Typically Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Just shows the contrast. That's really nice. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and um, to basically introduce you a little bit, uh, in our first pilot episode of our podcast, the things we want to talk about. It's basically going to be everything and nothing. Yeah, exactly. As long as it's not political. Yeah, we don't have an actual plan for this. So we're going to chat a little about, uh, about life. So... Whatever comes to our minds. Yeah, and especially culture is going to be really interesting. Hopefully, yeah. uh, next semester, we're going to be exploding with culture again here. Because especially in my dorm, we'll have a lot of new people. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get them to uh, join the podcast, have a lot of interesting talks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, see what's really normal for them and really weird for us. Yeah, and I'm going to do an exchange, hopefully in the UK. So, let's see. Oh, absolutely nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, who we are actually, as Matt said, we're an Austrian and a guy from the Netherlands. Um, my name is Patrick. This is Matt. We are both studying at the FH Union in Kaffenberg mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And so let's start off, Matt. Tell me a little bit about yourself. A thing that especially our listeners and I uh, don't know about you right now. What you don't so. know about me. Um, I cannot stop singing. <laughs> some people think it's annoying uh, like I already used to do it in the Netherlands but not as intense because well I live with my parents and singing all the time in front of your parents is weird if you grew up there and also at the same when you were 13 but here I cannot stop singing I always have like songs stuck in my head I always whistle all the time as well okay. like if I go outside here and I start whistling then within 5 seconds someone comes to the window and starts talking with me it's like the sort of way in which they can recognize me, I have the feeling. <laughs> I hope they don't think it's annoying, because I, I, I cannot stop and I won't stop. But I think if you live with me, you will find out that, like, yeah, I whistle all the time. I sing all the time. It's like mm-hmm. one way to stay positive for me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, would you say this is a guilty pleasure? or? <laughs> oh, it's definitely a guilty pleasure. <laughs> What are the songs you're singing or humming? Oh, that depends. That really, really depends. Sometimes it's Dutch music. Sometimes it's <laughs> 90s boy bands. That was last week, actually. Sometimes it's, I don't know, like my Pakistani roommate once uh, let me uh, listen to a song, which was in Pakistani, in Urdu. I could not understand anything, but I had the melody stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. So I also was whistling that for at least a week. 
Okay. And people people are gonna ask me like, what are you what are you whistling exactly? And I'm like, I don't know, but I like the <laughs> melody. <laughs> so and the '90s boy bands. Yes. Thing, let's dig a little bit deeper into that. What was the song? Well, I think it was I Want It That Way. <laughs> and that's that's partially your fault because I think two <laughs> weeks ago we went to a silent disco in Graz. Oh, yeah, yeah. It uh, was because of the video, yeah. Yeah, and I basically, I filmed a lot of people during the silent disco. And at one point they started playing I Want It That Way. Yeah. And of course, everyone, including me, started singing along. <laughs> and yeah, at a silent disco, you're wearing headphones. Um The music is playing through the headphones, but the moment you take your headphones off, you hear nothing anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only forgot one slight thing. The moment you're filming people at a silent disco. <laughs> at the time of filming, when you're wearing headphones yourselves, it sounds like a lot of fun. Until you listen back to the recording and you don't have the music in the background anymore. Because then you sound like a bunch of <laughs> old people yeah, exactly. screaming along to music. And yeah, that actually gave me... A lot of fun to look yeah. back at all the videos, especially also to post them on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to post them on Instagram, so what I did in a story, like in the first story, I put the actual music in the background, how a silent disco feels like, and then the second one where I just put the raw video, and then how yes. a silent disco is actually like, and it sounded uh, interesting. Exactly. I, I also like uh, the part where you filmed, especially the um, Backstreet Boys song, mm -hmm. because I looked in the camera and. I don't remember the moment you were filming, but in the camera it looks like my brain somehow didn't work in that specific <laughs> moment. So like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, just start singing, Backstreet Boys, and everything will be fine. Uh, that's just a sign you were completely in the zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Enjoying it. So if you ever have the opportunity to go to the silent disco, do it because it's really, really fun. It was my first time. Um, you were there a few times. Uh, it was my second, second time. Second time, yeah. Okay, yeah. That is really, really fun. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is a common thing all over the world, but I think it's it's really nice. I mean, like if you have a concert or something, yeah, then you would have to go to a special location outside of the city because otherwise all the old people start complaining. But a silent disco is really nice because there's also not that much noise complaint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, you just <laughs> I just hurt <laughs> my, my elbow. <laughs> he hit his elbow. It will be fine. Uh, Yeah, but this uh, brings me to my thing that you don't know about me. Um, and also a little bit sto a storytelling time. Oh. Because the silent disco reminded me <laughs> of the concert I've been in the year 2015. Mm -hmm. It was the One Direction concert. One Direction? Oh. And the thing was... Uh, just, just who, is your, who, who was your favorite member of One Direction? <laughs> I mean, it depends. From the beginning, I think uh, it was... I think it's always Harry, but mm -hmm. also I I'm, I was totally into Nile and Liam. Oh. I would say, yeah, really interesting. Okay, so no, like definitive big, you just liked all of them. Um, Or wait, yeah. Wait, no, you skip, you skipped over saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it. Was, I really was into every single one, you know, mm -hmm. because when you love, you love the band, you know. It's not mm, about true. a single person, you know. But uh, from time to time. Um, I went a little bit more with Harry, I think. So I don't know why it was. Maybe because of the looks he was wearing, style, you know. I mean, like I also have to say, he does look good. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> no, but the 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 thing was at the concert is also reminded me of the silent disco. Mm -hmm. um, and this is, I have to say, thank you to so many parents at this point because there were so many dads with their little daughters, 
And the funny thing is there were so many people wearing headphones because they didn't like the songs from One Direction, <laughs> but they have to go to the concert. Okay, so this was basically some young girl having the time of her yeah. life at a One Direction concert, looking to her left, oh shit, it's my dad. Yeah, exactly. And he's probably listening to, I don't know, music from the time that he was yeah, doing. Yeah, maybe uh, Metallica or something Metallica. like that. Yeah, they have to listen to manly music because yeah. One Direction, you know, it's not allowed. I, I would be interested if it also looked weird at the moment. You were the dad and you're listening to Metallica and seeing all the girls there screaming to One Direction and you don't know what's going on right now. They can just talking to themselves like, I'm at a Metallica concert. If I close my eyes, <laughs> everything is okay. everything will be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but it was a really great concert. I had the time of my life, to be honest. Nice. It was really fun. Yeah, but there were so many people and so many people were screaming crying i don't know what was going on actually i was like okay it's a concert guys <laughs> keep calm yeah, if i think of the typical one direction fan i do say i have to think of a girl who's so overloaded with emotions yeah exactly that, yeah you know, i have to hold them back and you need security for everyone yeah but i think this is the boy band uh, effect i would say mm -hmm. because uh they, you feel very special at a concert you know it, it seems like that the whole band is singing songs only for you because they're always, mm. uh, yeah, they're very touching. You can relate to them, the story of the song, whatever, you know. You feel like the pretty girl, boy, whatever, in the moment when they start, for example, in the case of One Direction with Mob Makes You Beautiful, you know. Yeah. I would then like at one point, if they would actually stop the music and say like the next song is dedicated to Patrick, <laughs> how oh, would you feel? Um, I don't know. Maybe back then uh, I would start screaming. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so you weren't screaming before? You would start screaming even louder. I would scream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but nowadays it would be more like, I don't know if I would be embarrassed because then so many people would look at me, you know, mm -hmm. and you were, the, the, the lights were on you, the spot. You know, I don't know if that would be cool, but I also, on the other hand, would really appreciate it, you know. I was thinking about that anyway, like, if you're at a concert, part of the audience, yeah, and all of a sudden, I don't know, the camera would be pointed at you. Oh my God. You see that actually in America. And the a lot kiss of, cam. The yeah. kiss cam, yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how I would feel <laughs> or uh, how my girlfriend would feel if all of a sudden we were on the screen and had to kiss. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, like, I think I would feel slightly awkward, but... Their goal is basically to make you feel awkward, to either force you to kiss or yeah. to not kiss at all and have like entertaining image uh, for the audience. Yeah, but it's also a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe it's, yeah, it's a lovely thing, you know, because you do it because you love a person. It's really somehow cute to watch the, the others kissing on the cam, even if they're, are, I mean, sometimes they, they, um, they catch on camera, uh, not a couple, but yeah. brother and sister, that would be a little mm -hmm. bit awkward, you know, but then, but yeah, I think it's really nice. It's a nice thing to see, to be honest. I really love it, the kiss mm -hmm. cam, because also, I mean, as you said, some people would be embarrassed in case of your girlfriend, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's also, it's really touching. Touching is it the, the right word I'm looking for right now? Yeah, maybe touching. Like almost romantic or something? Oh, romantic, yeah, mm -hmm. that would be, yeah. yeah. I agree, definitely. Especially if you can look back on it later. Yeah. Remember the time you were at that one game where we were like young, yeah. incredibly awkward, 
Or like imagine going to one of those games on your first date. What do you have to do then? Yeah, that, Ooh. Oh, oh, that Ooh. would be, I mean, yeah, that would be a nice icebreaker, you know? Because at the end of the first season, now should I kiss him or her mm. or not? Or what should I do, you know? Which actually is a nice thing. Like if you would find someone on Tinder, for example, and, <laughs> and they would... I mean, it depends. Is yeah. the first date really a first date where you want to uh, get into a relationship? Or is it just yeah, a fact in the date, but you want to impress also, them? <laughs> but let's say, like, you see potential. Yeah. So, to get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And they would take you to a game. And you would come on a kiss cam on the very first Tinder date. Yeah. Would you do it or not? Would I do it or not? Like, I don't, I know. I mean, I would totally do it because it's just fun. You know? Yeah, that's also true. Actually. I mean, yeah, it's fun. Living you have a nice memory. Maybe one day you will get married. Mm -hmm. And then you can show the video on your wedding day. I mean, know? that's definitely a good thing to yeah. play at a wedding. It doesn't matter if it goes well or if you like accidentally bump your foreheads into each other or something or I don't know, <laughs> one person starts crying because yeah. they're like incredible. Or the other person throwing the beer on you, you know? Yeah. Or like you're you're thinking the camera was pointed at you but actually it was pointed at the elderly <laughs> couple behind you. Yeah. You know, I think it will all work really well yeah. to like look back on in the future or just feel cringy about every single time you watch it. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. But there's also this new thing. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's also at, I think it's mostly at uh, the basketball games. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a, a kiss cam. It's a camera for animated characters and people in the audience who are lookalike, you know, like a Disney character. And then oh. they show like mm -hmm. the, um, what was it? I was, I think it was Simba. From the Lion King, yeah, and then they showed someone with red hair and curls oh. and everything, and it was yeah, it was so funny. There are so many videos now of it. I think that's the new kiss cam at the moment. Nice. So no more embarrassing moments. Yeah, I mean they're also yeah, embarrassing. Now you only need one person to make them feel <laughs> embarrassed. They're not comfortable at the moment. Yeah, I mean many people start to laugh when they see it. Mm -hmm. But there are also some people who do not appreciate it, you know? Yeah, but then I'm also thinking, if you're going to a game like that, you should know it can yeah. happen. Yeah. I mean, you can also watch games and everything from your home, like on your safe couch, far away from people. Yeah. If you go to such a game, I think, like, yeah, you should be prepared for it. Yeah, and just and take it easy because it's fun, you know? It's a lot of fun. It's not, it's not that the joke is on you, so people would laugh with you. Mm -hmm. That's oh, definitely. Fun. I yeah. think if I would have, yeah, a couple of years ago, I definitely wasn't as outgoing as I am right now. Yeah, okay. Like actually, actually, before I moved here to Austria and I still lived in the Netherlands, I was like the kind of student who would go to university and the moment university was over, directly go home again. Interesting. I cannot imagine doing that anymore right now. Yeah. And I also hear that a lot that no one can imagine me not being as social as I am right now. Yeah, exactly. Because... I mean, yeah, uh, I get, we are getting to know each other since mm -hmm. a few months now, mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. And the thing is, um, we met and you were always this person, like the outgoing person, talking to everyone um, at the, from the first, from the beginning, you know. That's still weird, weird yeah. for me to hear, like, hey, you're very social, outgoing. Like, yeah, really. I never used to be. Okay. No. So, I mean, I do understand it. I can totally relate to that mm -hmm. because um, before the whole COVID thing, I was also, I mean, it depends, but I also had the time uh, where I, um, yeah, what, what do you say, uh, to close yourself up into your room mm -hmm. and don't meet that many people at the moment. So, more like being not the socialized person. Yeah, but so I can relate to that, but... 
after I'm getting to know you a little bit better now, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine that. No, I mean, also not the same with you. Yeah. And I have the feeling, like you said, COVID also had a big influence. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the beginning, when the COVID crisis started, and I was also convinced it was going to take like two weeks max. After that, everything would have been back to normal. Yeah. But because, yeah, it took several years. And I actually know that um, a lot of students got into a depression because yeah. they were like so deprived of social interaction. And I'm thinking, you can either go two ways. You can be like yeah i've been in a lockdown and alone so much right now i really need the social attention yeah so the moment you get the chance you're just going all in yeah that's partying yeah. until you die or yeah something. exactly because you never know when it's yeah. it starts again you yeah. go in the different direction yeah. you're basically like i don't know i've been on my own so much i think social interaction takes too much energy and like it's so active and so extreme yeah. that i'd rather stay on my own a bit more because i also have the feeling that happened to some people of course mm -hmm. uh, that that's true definitely yeah the thing is um i think that so many people uh, go with the first um mm. thing, you know the go all in go start partying because you never know when it's uh, we are not able to do it anymore like the last two years when it's always a lockdown mm -hmm. yeah but I also have to admit, you guys did a rather great job at the dorm here mm -hmm. because you all Thank stayed you. Uh, in contact. You made it a really nice time also, you know, try to make everyone happy. So. Yeah, that's true. It's sometimes really difficult, especially here at the student dorm where every half a year we have new international students. Yeah. And I mean, an exchange semester is supposed to be the best time of your study or even the best <laughs> time of your life. Like you're going to a new place, meeting a bunch of new people. And if you come here in the middle of a COVID-19 lockdown and, <laughs> you know, the amount of international students is countable on one hand, yeah. then, yeah. I you're mean, locked into your room. Yeah, I would also really, really like to help you with making it the best time because that was also what happened to me when I came yeah. here. Like, I came here in the fall of 2020. And in my during my preparations, the COVID nineteen lockdown started. Yeah. So it was nice smack in the face from ah, I'm not even sure if I can go at this point. And well, that my my home university also didn't make it much better by sending me all kinds of emails where they said if you have to get a visa for another country, just yeah. wait a bit longer. Uh, prepare a plan B in case you won't be able to go in your exchange semester. And I mean, it's something you've been looking forward to for. Months, months yeah, yeah for a very long time and if you're not able to do that then that's really really annoying yeah but the moment you do like uh manage to arrange everything and you get to go then i don't know during a time like that you also had the motivation to yeah exactly make everything out of it and that's also what i did because before i came here i got a bit more social already that's also because i um Worked at the company of my dad for two years, mm -hmm. like uh, in between my study, uh, selling kitchens where I basically came <laughs> to the homes of yeah, unknown people to me every single day and was yeah. almost forced to talk with them. I think that really helped me. Yeah. And because of that, I also could not stay in my room. Like it was really weird when I arrived here the first four months, I wasn't able to sit behind my computer for longer than an hour. Yeah. Even though in the Netherlands, like when I came back from my study, I would just go to my room and sit there for the rest of the day. Yeah. Just because I had so much things I wanted to do with so many people. Like that change was really, really weird for me. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the same for you because, of course, you do uh, not necessarily live in a busy city. 
or exactly yeah. close to a lot of other people of your age i have the yeah, feeling yeah because actually you live uh, somewhere in the mountains on yeah, your own exactly. farm or not i live i live in a village uh on a mountain with a farm and there are only my parents our next neighbor is with the car two or three minutes away mm -hmm. so it was great during the pandemic you know because there was no other people mm -hmm. you can go outside in the forest there's no one around you can ran into so it was really nice but yeah i think uh, during the growing up becoming mature it was really hard um living on a mountain because you are also you have always um ask your parents if you want to visit a friend ah, or something like that because how else would you go there you know yeah. you, you have to ask them if you, they can give you a ride I also think like going to a party late at yeah. night and trying to sneak back to your parents' place. Yeah, to be slightly I mean, different. I mean, I was never the person, you know, oh, to, to okay. sneak back into. No, the, of course you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm such a nice guy, you know. I'm not <laughs> not into that. I mean, of course, yeah, I know how to party, but this was back then when I was 16. Yeah, and um, it was like I couldn't. My parents always offered me that they um, come to the club and give me a ride home. Mm -hmm. It was That's so really nice. nice. This was so nice. And it doesn't matter um, what time is it, you know, uh, what time it was, you know, like if it was two o'clock in the morning. So it was really, really cool. And yeah, the things we also have to, um, with my friends, to be honest, uh, to talk about who will get, um, give us a ride, you know. And the thing is, as I live on the mountain, it's also my parents yes. who have to do it, you know, because the other parents of my friends, they weren't like, yeah, okay, we are bringing you back home on your mountain right now because it's three in the morning, you know, I don't want to do that right now. You no. know, that's, that's the thing, yeah. It's like we have a bed or we have a couch or we have a floor. Just yeah, sleep exactly, here yeah. and we'll see about it tomorrow. But the thing is, I will, after partying, I always want to go home into yeah. my own Yeah, room. I can understand. Yeah, because waking up in your own room is the best thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. So well, For that reason, actually, um, especially my brother used to give a lot of house parties in our own house <laughs> and, and and does your do your parents know about that or not yeah that's the thing they were perfectly fine with it really actually back in the day when like i was still six years old and my brother was four every single time we went on a holiday on a summer holiday yeah my parents actually allowed my cousin or my cousins who were around the age of 18 at that time to have house parties in our house and they because wow. yeah their own parents were like absolutely against it Mm -hmm. and like no way that's gonna happen and my cousins were like you know we don't want to do the entire movie thing where you do everything behind your parents back oh, and yeah, they yeah. cannot know anything and like two minutes before your parents come home from their holiday like the last person leaves and you're cleaning everything up no they just always went to my parents place yeah and they basically had one rule uh if you destroy something you better replace it before we're back <laughs> and every single time it went perfectly okay, like of course really? yeah some mess was made during the house parties but you know my cousins basically cleaned it up but the did next they day. broke something during the parties or not really not necessarily okay okay and if there was something that could break like a vase or something they were smart enough to prepare it and take it upstairs where no one could break it and ah, okay, because yeah, of that okay. reason my parents basically gained the confidence to also do the same to us and especially my was it a good idea or a bad idea with you and your brother? Uh, I mean, it was fine. Like, <laughs> I was always the sort of responsible uncle who yeah. looked around, didn't get too drunk himself because I 
I'm, I'm still not like the greatest drinker of alcohol. Yeah. As in, I don't drink that much because I don't think it's necessary for me to have a fun time. Yeah. So I was always like the responsible dad walking around, checking on people. Yeah, I would say, I would also say yeah. the exact same thing. You're more the dad kind of person. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Yeah. And I mean, that's actually a lot of fun to just talk with people who are completely wasted, yeah. who tell like stories about their entire life. You know, the fact yeah. Dutch people are already really open when they start talking to you. When they're drunk, it's even worse. Yeah. Like, they almost tell you their fucking credit card number and everything. So, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was always a lot number. of fun. What the fuck? Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, they told me the login information to their banking apps. Oh, my God. Because they needed something from you. <laughs> Why would you do that? I mean, yeah, okay, I, if you're drunk. I, okay, I don't know. Am I a person who you can trust quickly? Do I look trustworthy? I, think, I mean, yeah, I have yeah. to admit, you look like the person. I think the alcohol, of course, also always yeah, helps. But, but yeah. Is alcohol really that? Does it have that much yeah, of an impact? Plus, it's not only the alcohol, because, of course, in the Netherlands, smoking weed is also legal. Oh, yeah. Okay, and yeah. I also had a couple experiences where one of my brother's friends uh, went to the nearest coffee shop mm -hmm. and thought that smoking weed is not that bad, so they bought, like, one of the most intense... Uh, blunts money can buy wow and i remember this one guy smoking it and he was fine for about 10 minutes mm -hmm. and then all the color disappeared in his face i just sat him down got him some water my God. and then he puked over my shoes oh my god <laughs> and then wow. i actually placed him to the toilet so he could like uh do his thing there yeah and then i put him to bed and the next morning he came up like yeah and i can still remember how it went i was on the toilet for like 10 minutes i'm like you were on the toilet for four hours Oh my god he could not remember anything but once again you know there was a little bit of mess but when i came back yeah uh, from sending the guy to the toilet other party goers were already actually cleaning it up really that was really it was really weird but really nice yeah and the next morning i mean i went to bed at like four or five and i'm a kind of person who doesn't necessarily need a lot of sleep so i woke up at eight yeah i go out and of course there's still some bottles everywhere But nothing is broken. A lot of stuff has actually already been cleaned up. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, it could be more intense, like the house parties you see in the American movies. Oh, yeah. During yeah. spring break, where, I don't know, 50 people lose their virginity, a million dollar vase gets broken, and the police has to come yeah. by five times. But no, I never had that. Okay. I don't know, house parties here in Austria, is it also... Um, I mean, yeah, we, we had some house parties, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, also, there was one house party uh, where the police showed up. <laughs> Oops. But not because we we're too loud. It was because a friend of mine, um, in Austria, you're allowed to drive a, a, a motorbike mm -hmm. with 15, but only up to... Um, Uh, a specific 20 25 45 uh, no, i think it's 45 45 yeah, exactly. yeah i think it was 45 back then yeah uh and the thing is uh I actually uh we had this party and we were drinking you know and he was like yeah he want to uh, go and uh get some cigarettes because back then you were allowed to smoke um at the age of 16. No, sounds so weird yeah that's really sounds really weird You're allowed to drink also alcohol at mm -hmm. 16, but only up to uh, a specific uh, percentage mm -hmm. of alcohol. So only beer and wine, to be honest. And yeah, back then he uh, grabbed my key and he, take my, and he took my um, motorbike, went to the uh, cigarette um, automat, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, the police 
Kasten. Oops. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. And then they showed up with him and were like, yeah, what happened, guys? Let's talk about that. And um, gratefully, nothing bad happened. But yeah, you know, like, you're the, the dumbest teenager doing some shitty things uh -huh. at house parties. Yeah, but that was the only thing. We never broke something, actually. We just having a good time, listening to some music, drinking, you know. Yeah. And for some reason, like, I know the police, the moment, or the ambulance, or the fire brigade, or anything, oh, yeah. Yeah. the moment they have to go to a party, they're already like, you know, half of the time it's not even necessary. Yeah, and yeah, if something back is... then with the, the opening uh, semester, was it the opening ah, semester yeah. party last year in October? Yeah, last yeah. year in October, we had the semester opening party here in our dorm. And normally for a party, we are expecting around 70 to 80 people. 80 people. This time we had more than 120. <laughs> and it was one of the first parties after the hard lockdown disappeared. So you can imagine that everyone was pretty desperate to have some fun. And also the, the first one for the new exchange students. Yeah, right? definitely. A bunch of exchange students and was their first party here. So everyone was pretty excited. And we could definitely see that in the alcohol sales because people were drinking alcohol like it was water. Yeah, like a exactly, bunch, a bunch yeah. of camels, really. That was crazy, and that's true. Uh, in the end, I think the ambulance ambulance was called on four different occasions. I think so. Yeah, they showed yeah. up four times. Yeah, yeah, uh, for alcohol poisoning. Uh, one girl actually oh uh, God, yeah. slipped and fell and busted her entire eye, which oh, was yeah. blue for weeks. That was so awful. And then, uh, yeah, of course, it was awful, but. It was so much fun. We were, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, the ambulance worker was just like, uh, half of the time, they didn't even take the person in the ambulance. They just said, you know what? Lie down. Yeah. Get some rest. Yeah. And if you're still feeling bad tomorrow, then just call us again. But what do you think was the, the first thought uh, of the ambulance when we called again? I think it was a very big sigh. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. Not again. Not again, these yeah. dumb ass students. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least the ambulance, at least no police complaints. We also had a couple of those here, actually. Really? Yeah, mostly for noise complaints. And that was really an evidence that the police really also thinks uh, that the people who are complaining should just shut up. <laughs> because we were sitting around the fire here outside. Yeah. Uh, I think it was two in the morning. And we were actually having a jam session. Mm -hmm. Like one of the Austrians here can play guitar pretty well. I have um, a cajon, which is like a sort of box where you sit on, you can play drums yeah, on. Yeah, I do know that, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, it does make a lot of noise. Yeah. And probably the neighbor complained, so the police showed up. Yeah, they were really like, you know, we don't want to do this, but we got, um, yeah, we we got a notification, we have to write down someone's name. And within 10 minutes, they were gone again, and we just continued. <laughs> There's always always someone who has to complain. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. Yeah, I mean, if you, I think if you live in a student dorm, then you should also not expect that you can get the calmest night of sleep. Yeah, that's true. Also, because of course it's a bit like Russian roulette. Who your flatmate is going to? Oh be. yeah, true. That's true. I think that's really also mm -hmm. a really tough. Because imagine, I mean, for me, I cannot imagine that right yeah. now because I'm living at my parents' house. But for you, yeah, I'm into my new uh, room. And then uh, when is it the time the new exchange students arrive in September? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, and then, in September. Yeah, and you don't know who will come. And then you're getting to know them a little bit better. And then, yeah, it didn't go where, uh, doesn't go very well, you know? Uh, I know uh, next semester I'm going to get a, a guy from Finland. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, but the thing is, with Finnish persons, you always 
never know what's going to happen. Really? I mean, Finnish people, they are known uh, for drinking a lot of alcohol. Really? But Finnish people can also be very close and to their own. Like here in our dorm, we had a lot of different Finns. Yeah. And some were incredibly outgoing, always yeah. motivated, arriving at parties 10 minutes before the official opening yeah. and leaving one of the last yeah but there's also been finnish people here who never left their uh their bedroom so some introverts more like exactly that, yeah. exactly and then i'm also thinking like of course it's the nicest if i can get a very open outgoing person here in yeah. my flat but yeah i'm basically hoping for someone who wants to spend a little time cook a little together hopefully doesn't make too much of a mess yeah because i also had that uh, previous flatmates who basically left the flat a mess after i came back from uh, a week of holiday oh so it's such a nice feeling yeah. you left everything behind perfectly and then like ah i can start cleaning again oh, that's so awful <laughs> wow but i think i mean uh probably you will live with some siblings right or not yeah i mean i do have two sisters two yeah. older sisters uh um i really love them but and my oldest sister she's uh, both of them are married right now um the oldest one uh moved out i don't know ages ago um and the middle sister uh she moved out um that was really interesting because she moved uh, into a new flat with her now husband um years ago i think was it four or five years ago but she also both of them they sleep at, at our house from time to time. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, she's such a mess sometimes. <laughs> I really do love her, but when it comes to cleaning, it's such a mess and I always have to clean up behind oh, her, you no. know. And also, it's the same, I mean, me and my mom, we're going by really well. Um, also when it comes to the kitchen, because as you know, I do love baking. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. But the thing is, I, I hate it when I'm in the kitchen and there's something left that I didn't put there, you know. Oh, yes, yes. I agree 100%. Oh, that's so awful. And you have to clean up before you can use it, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it doesn't happen that often, you know, because my mother is really into cleaning also, you know. But sometimes it can happen then it's so like, oh my God, why did that? Why did, is this happening right now, yeah? Yeah, but would you consider yourself a clean person? Yeah, definitely. Clean and organized. Back then, not really. No. When I was a teenager, oh my God, I was such, I would say also I had somehow the messy syndrome <laughs> a mm. little bit, maybe. But um, now I'm really into cleaning. Maybe not with the car, that's the only thing. Yeah, but cars get dirty pretty yeah, quickly. That's I mean, thing. in my flat, like, I've been cooking for the family in yeah. the Netherlands since I was 12, actually. Yeah. Because around that time, um, my mom was working full time. My dad was building a house, so they both didn't have a lot of time. And then my dad would just quickly make some food in the evening. Yeah. At one point, I was like, ah, you know what? I have plenty of time and I can probably do it better than you. So <laughs> then I started cooking. But if I think of how I always left the kitchen behind when I was cooking and I was 15, year, 15 years old, yeah. it was a mess. That's true. Yeah, and, yeah, because you use everything yeah. and, and you don't know what to do actually with what, you know. Yeah, plus I knew there was someone else who would clean up after me yeah. if I wouldn't have done it. And that was my mom always. Yeah. But now uh, that I'm living on my own, you know, that's a, a gift and a curse at the same time. If you leave something behind clean, yeah. it stays clean. Yeah. If you leave something behind dirty, it stays dirty. That's the thing. So yeah. I also slightly got obsessed with cleaning around and that's the thing making it look nice my mom was very strict 
when mm-hmm. it comes to this. She was always like, you want to bake or you want to cook something, then you also have to clean up. So this, she was very strict with that. But she also uh, cleaned by herself when she was cooking, no? She wasn't like, yeah, it's, now you are the kids, I cooked everything, now you have to clean. She wasn't like that. No, no. no. Like parents who give their kids a lot of chores. Yeah. I, of course, understand it a little bit because it's good to teach your kids already how to do some stuff. Yeah. But I've also heard stories of kids who had to do the entire household. Oh, their yeah, that's, that's really awful. Uh, yeah, that's also horrible. I mean, yeah, kids should at least stay kids, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, of course, I think that doing the, the whole, whole, whole household, but like maybe a little bit of vacuum cleaning or something like that is important for them a little bit because you know that when you grow up you get into taking responsibilities Mm -hmm. you have to take care of yourself when you're older you know some stuff like that but yeah i think that's really awful Mm -hmm. if your parents are like this yeah or when you want to have a house party of course oh my god yeah yeah. because then you also need to be able to do that yeah and like at that moment i also imagine being a person who never cleaned up uh, having a house party and then you have to clean everything do you think it's impossible (laughs) i Uh, mean well i had sort of but I had it one time when my brother was giving a house party and I yeah. was gone because I was at uh, work like uh, for an event and I came back the next morning. Yeah. And yeah, the entire living room was still a mess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where my brother was. Maybe he was still sleeping. It was like 3 p.m. already, but must have wow. must have been a good night then. Yeah. But like I just started cleaning because I liked it to be clean. But I don't think my brother would have cleaned it the same day, especially because my parents wouldn't be back for another week. Yeah. Really had the feeling that, you know, he would have kept it a mess as long as possible. And then an hour before my parents came back, he would have cleaned it, not because he wanted it himself, yeah. but more because he knew the trouble he would have been in yeah, if my parents came back. And that's like also the thing, the motivation for which you do stuff. Yeah. Like when you were 15, it was just because if you don't do it, someone's going to be angry at you. Yeah, that's but in university, it's more like I do something because I really want to do it myself. Yeah, because I want to get it off my mind. Because I'm not mature. A little yeah, bit, because at least. yeah, you're getting a little bit boring. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also know. And I have that. to admit, your flat is really nice. Oh, thank you. It's really tidy, mm-hmm. you no, know, guys. So that's. Yeah. Also, yeah. When I was here for my first semester, I also was thinking like, yeah, I don't care too much about the living room. I have yeah. to share it. And also this semester, actually. My two roommates uh, were pretty good at making it a mess here again pretty soon. Yeah. And yeah, every single time I would clean something, it would be a mess again. And I didn't cook here that often because I always cooked in another flat. Yeah. So then I was like, why bother? But then at the same time, if you want to invite people over to your flat and it's a mess, that's also not nice. I, I hate that yeah. that feeling mm-hmm. because I'm a little bit ashamed then I would say. That's so awful. Definitely. Inviting someone to come over and then your whole room or your whole apartment is a mess. Yeah, definitely. Because also the other person will feel uncomfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially if you have the kind of people who cannot sit in an empty flat or in a dirty flat. Yeah. And then, you know, you invite them over for coffee and five minutes later, <laughs> they're walking around with sponges cleaning up oh, your yeah. mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also thinking that's, of I course. I would be such a person, you know. Because yeah, I'm, I'm like the person at also at parties or maybe not at parties but at some events like weddings mm-hmm. also birthday parties to be honest but yeah i would go from room to room during the celebration mm-hmm. and help or at least do it on my own and clean everything <laughs> that's so awful it's like i would call it the the the, 
mother syndrome, well, I don't know. Housewife syndrome. Housewife syndrome <laughs> to, to clean up everything. I mean, some of my friends really do appreciate it and I, I feel really comfortable doing it, you know, mm -hmm. doing this because it's so, I don't know. I, will, I feel so good when I clean up during a party at least, you know, mm -hmm. doing the dishes or yes. when everybody eats, you're like, yeah, I have to do it right now because then I can party without thinking about, yeah, the whole kitchen's a mess right now, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, I have the same, but then not with cleaning, but more with repairing stuff. Like if I come into someone's kitchen, yeah. also because I work, used to work at my dad's company for kitchens, yeah. I just always directly ask if they have a screwdriver for me <laughs> and I just start like fixing stuff and hanging, uh, uh, doors straight yeah. and I adjusting don't know adjusting the doors yeah. And everything. Yeah, yeah giving them you know free advice on what other stuff they can buy to make the kitchen look nicer yeah. I would say that's like the sort of handy uncle syndrome so we have the housewife yeah, yeah. the mm -hmm. housewife and the handy uncle yeah. syndrome <laughs> <laughs> that would be the, the nicest name for the first episode yes exactly the housewife and the handy uncle syndrome <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's really nice yeah but I, I do love that about me you know it's not mm -hmm. like a thing I'm saying yeah Oh my God, now I have to clean up everything. I, I'm totally into that, you know. If, if, if it's a mess, I have to clean it. Yeah. Like also in my free time, where I usually just sit, used to sit by my computer and watch some videos, yeah. I really just start to look for something I can work on. Oh, yeah. Like the moment I can just fiddle around with something, it's like Lego for adults almost. Yeah. They just have something to do and it's really, really a lot of fun. Yeah. And of course, also because I'm partially uh, responsible for the party room where the parties are going on. If I can like improve something or paint something. Or I mean, I also have to admit, uh, you set up the whole room downstairs mm -hmm. for partying. It's so nice. It's really, really nice. You did a great job. Ah, thank you very much. So yeah. Like when I arrived here, the party room is just basically this big basement yeah, and really it, a basement. It's like, it's yeah, really if you want to be killed in a horror movie, then just go downstairs. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, it's a great place to... Uh, <laughs> to kill someone. According to Austrian tradition, <laughs> lock some people in your basement. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awful. No, yeah. but uh, definitely. Uh, when we were able to have some parties again, I started a lot of projects, painting walls, improving the lights, just because I like to do it. Yeah. And because I got annoyed because it didn't look nice. And, you know, if, yeah. if you're a student, then you will always look for excuses to not do your study work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So every single night when everyone else was working on their homework or studying for exams, you could find me in the party room painting a wall black. Yeah, but that is really nice because you always have the excuse for that, you know. That's true. You don't feel bad because you can always say, yeah, but I uh, fixed something in the party room. Mm -hmm. right? But if you have the handy uncle syndrome, I would like to invite you to my kitchen. Then you can repair something. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only if I get to pet the, the animals at your no. farm. Yeah, of course. Okay, I think we have a deal. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can do everything you want with the dogs, cats, horses, whatever you nice, want. Nice, perfect. So just feel free. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So now I think that I don't know if we have that much time left because we want to uh, make every episode about half an hour and we also have some uh, bread waiting for us. Mm -hmm. Matt, tell us a little bit about our food. <laughs> yes, uh, being in an international student dorm, we of course always like to eat international food. So actually for lunch today we already had Indian butter chicken and now for dinner we are going to have, how is it? It's called Acha Achar Kachapuri. Oh, nice name. It's from Georgia. And it's basically this kind of bread filled with uh, 
a lot of different types of cheese. Mm -hmm. And also the crust is filled with cheese. Oh, nice. And it has the shape of a boat. So yeah. for that reason, it's called cheese boat. Well, that's, that's very, good, very creative. Yeah. And it's actually, it's from it Jordan. It's really tasty. Yeah, two Jordan girls who were here for an exchange semester. Yeah. Actually once made it for an international cooking session. And I think this is like the 10th time we already made it on our own because it's just so nice. Yeah, and it also looks like pizza, you know? It does look like pizza, yeah. It doesn't have tomato sauce, but it still has all the cheese on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the nice thick crust, that's really good. Oh. And now I'm getting hungry. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. So... I think... I think food is waiting for us. So. Yeah. So thanks for listening mm -hmm. to the first episode of our yes. not named podcast right now. We are yeah. still um, look, searching yeah. for a new name. The, the empty space, empty, uh, like yeah. fill, it, fill, you, fill the blank in here podcast. Yeah, the, the handy uncle syndrome, yeah. the housewife <laughs> syndrome podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so. then hopefully uh, hear you again the next time. Yeah. When we talk about more random stuff. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, man.